0: Welcome to From Diaries to Dialogues, the podcast where personal stories become powerful conversations. We're your hosts, Capucho Tunai and Mulemwa, and together we we'll embark on a journey from introspection to interaction. Think of our discussions as those late night conversations with friends where you're honest, open, and sometimes a bit surprised by what you discover. So, whether you're an avid diary writer, a curious soul, or simply someone who loves a good story, join us as we turn diaries into dialogues one episode at a time. Hi! Hey, hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome
1: to episode four of From Diaries, Diaries to Dialogues. Dialogues. My name is Mulemoa. And I'm Tendai.
2: And I'm Caputo.
1: And we are. <laughs> the Hasset <and> Heifers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love
0: the show. I <laughs> Me! I miss it. I miss that show.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, anyways, welcome, everybody. I'm so excited for this episode. Why are we very excited for
2: this episode? Yeah, so it's towards the end of the year now, and yeah, so much has happened. This Mm. is the last episode of the year, but you guys will probably hear it, I guess, early next year. But yes, it's the last episode we're recording this year. And I think there's so much to unpack in this episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Also, for me, to be seated here recording the fourth episode of something we talked about for a very long time, I don't know, it just feels not to be dramatic, it feels like a dream. <laughs> it's the consistency for me. The
0: fact that we've even made it this far. Yeah,
3: definitely.
0: Like you know, episode four. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. Anyways, Caputo, what do you have for us today?
2: Ooh. So today the president had like his sort of version of Spotify rap, you know, where like he had his top songs for the for the, for the year. So now I've got a little game for you guys also inspired by another podcast really love it um Shits and Gigs yeah that's what it's called yeah so so I want you guys to give me the top 5 uh Spotify podcasts from this previous year
1: oh our individual ones
2: yeah no like what do you think they are I want you guys to guess them. oh
1: hmm. okay 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 that's
0: a tough one <laughs> but okay <laughs>
2: five So, you know, we need to, we need to see our competition, you know, need to, <laughs> Got it. yeah, so I'll give you guys a Is couple of minutes. Is it top
0: five each or we're coming up with the top five together?
2: Uh, yeah, you write them down, uh, then it's sort of like comparison, so we'll compare, who we'll, we'll guess how many right write and all that, yeah, so. I mm-hmm.
0: see. Okay. How many seconds do you have?
2: You have a minute.
0: So if you're you're listening to this podcast right now, you guys are also supposed to participate in the the icebreaker. So as Kaputo mentioned, you write down the five top podcasts that you think are part of that ranking. And Kaputo will unpack the actual list for us at the end. So let's do this. Even Zambian ones apply. Eh? We've made it that far.
2: <laughs> These are, are top five globally, like around the world. So if you, think ah, you said they we can't, we can't. To five, okay. okay,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> just take it. You ready? I think I'm ready. Well, I'm just I'm on my last one. I don't know about you, but I am ready. I am ready.
3: Okay. So you guys are both ready?
0: Yeah, we're ready.
2: Okay, so since Mulemo was done first, she can go first.
0: Okay, so my so <clears throat> what I have on my list is the diary of a CEO. Uh,
1: <laughs> so how are we doing this? Are we going back and forth, or you're listing all your five, and I'm listing all my five?
0: Caputo, what's what's what's
2: the way forward? Yeah, so you list all five, then will list all five, then I'll tell you guys if, if uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys starting from ten to zero, okay. how, how how good you did.
0: All right, so there's diary of a CEO. There's Deep Dive with Ali. Yeah. Um, There's The Psychology of Your 20s. Yeah. There's that podcast by, is it Robin Sharma? I don't know what the title of his podcast is called, but I think he also falls in that top five or ten. And the last one is the Z podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For my five. Yeah. <clears throat> Drum roll! <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. Okay, so I have the Diary of a CEO, uh, Huberman Lab. On purpose with Jay Shetty, I don't know Jordan Peterson's podcast. I don't know what it's called, and um, I don't know what Chris Williamson's is is called, but he's as well.
0: That's who I meant. Jay Shetty, not Revan. Mm, you said Revan Sharma. <laughs> no, I meant that guy. It was, <laughs> was a mistake. A slip of the tongue. Okay. Drum roll, Who's gotten the most podcasts?
2: Wait, so Tendai, you said Huberman, uh, Jay Shetty, uh, Jordan Peterson, Jay CEO, and Chris Williamsons.
3: Yes. Right?
2: Uh huh. Okay. Uh, mulemo. Uh huh. I will see your latest podcast, Psychology of Thinker. That one.
0: Psychology of your twenties.
2: Psychology of your twenties.
0: And Z podcast.
2: Uh, Z podcast and the J Shetty one, right?
0: Yeah, and the J Shetty one.
2: Okay. Okay, so I'll start from number ten. Number ten is TED Talks daily, like you know the TED Talks. Yeah, that's number ten. Then number nine, which both of you wrote, uh, diary of a CEO. Whoopee! Is that number nine?
0: Oh wow! Which one is that?
2: Diary of a CEO. Diary of a CEO.
0: Mm, fancy.
2: Yeah, then number number eight, Serial Killers. Oh, I don't know um, that one. <laughs> number seven, This Past Weekend with Theo Vaughn. Never heard of that Never one. Podcast. You guys don't
1: know Theo Vaughn? Uh, I don't. <laughs> no, I also, I also don't.
2: Number six, Crime Junkie. Hmm. I've
3: heard
2: of this one, but I haven't. Actually, like read an episode, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. The number five, which both of you wrote on purpose with Jay shady
3: Oh, I okay. knew it. I can't
2: So they each have one now. So number four, anything goes with Emma Chamberlain. Uh.
0: Num-
2: number three. Is it too late to
3: I mean, one of this. you wrote
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and just so number three, add one of <laughs> Okay, just yes. an honorary nah, mention. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> call her daddy. <laughs> okay, continue.
2: <clears throat> Hoberman Lab is number three.
1: Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Number two, which none of you wrote call her daddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, come on.
2: The number one, which I'm surprised none of you wrote, which I think should be obvious the Joe Rogan experience.
1: Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, things I don't listen to Joe Rogan, so he's not like in my but you, know, you, you know,
2: it's like a really popular one, it is. How
1: It is. I be afraid of it?
2: Yeah, it's top it's, it's like the, the past four years. Eh, yeah,
1: really, number one, like he's who your productivity grows. Go listen you? to, <laughs> I see, unless Okay.
0: I'm,
1: unless I'm wrong.
2: Deep, deep, deep. yeah so that was a quick icebreaker nice over to you mulemo Mule.
0: thank you at least now i have some podcast ideas <laughs> podcasts to listen okay. to in 2024 yeah yeah because i feel like i've been listening to like pretty much the same thing for a long time so it would be nice to incorporate new podcasts true
2: yeah new year new podcasts Do you know so you guys can listen to at least ten. Don't forget to listen to our podcast as well.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. especially
3: our wing, podcast. Wing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, into our topic of discussion today, 2023. What a year it has been. Um, so we'd like to just delve into how our year has been. This is like a time of reflection, even as we as we prepare to go into 2024. It's always nice to reflect on what you on what your previous year has been, the things you learned, the things that worked well, that you could incorporate even as you move into the other year. Because you don't have to, like, do everything, reinvent everything. Some things have already been working out properly, so you might as well just carry on with those things. So, to start off our conversation, my first question to you, Kaputo and Tendai, as well as our audience, is, um, what's one thing you're grateful for? Just one? Well, we can spend the whole day if we say <laughs>
1: Let's leave it It open. feels like a lot of pressure to, like, just be grateful for okay, one day. Okay, let's
0: say to Max what two things are okay, you grateful
2: j- for. J- just, okay, maybe something in a short paragraph. Don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't write a book, guy yeah. mm-hmm. There's, like, a running joke between these two. They think I talk too much. <laughs> are we wrong,
0: though? Ah. That's what you think? Are we wrong? If the shoe fits. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll start with and What two things are you
1: grateful for? for four in the year 2023. Hmm. Okay, so I, I wrote down a list. I'm trying to see if there's a way I can consolidate everything on my list into like two things. Mm-hmm. So I'd say at the top, 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 Um, I am grateful for I'm grateful for the gift of life. And I'll explain. I am grateful for good health. So the life I get to live myself, um, I'm grateful for the moments I've been healthy this year. The moments I've been sick because they made me appreciate the, 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 the moments I've been healthy even more. And also the health of the people around me. So, I had almost a mini crisis at the towards the end of the year when someone I knew um died, and it just made me have like this this crisis with my mortality and the mortality of the people around me yeah. so like the thing with me is I don't think I am afraid of dying myself it's uh, it's it's more a fear of losing like my loved ones or the people close to me and having this person die just just brought like to my immediate view, like how how short life is and how precious the moments that we get to spend with those that are around us really are. Like those moments are dear. I did not do that point. Sorry to cut you short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Like it
0: it death is is a really it's weird. It, it's a very interesting <laughs> and weird concept. Because sometimes I feel like like, you know, like when someone dies, it means you never see that person again. Like that person will just like vanish from the surface of the earth and you don't know when next you see them. Yeah. It's like they will just be a thought now, like someone you once knew in the past, but you never meet or you meet in the
1: afterlife or something. And that's really scary. Yeah. Okay. But I guess, on um, like if we're trying to like silver lining this thing is they get to live on in, like, your memories, in the memories that you created together and how long they live on is dependent on, like, us, mm-hmm. like, those that stay behind. But, yeah, that's that's one thing I'm grateful for. Okay. Another thing I'm grateful for is... um, It's hard picking just two. Okay, <clears throat> I'm grateful for... Okay, maybe I cheated a bit. I separated like love and no, what what wow. what <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll say I'll say I'm grateful for um getting a job. Um that that that's one of the things that I was praying for the most this year. And I'm grateful that I got to get like the job that I got. It feels like a dream job honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that and just must be nice. <laughs> must be nice, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and just what I mentioned, getting to spend time with like, build these memories with my loved ones. Was that brief enough for you? You tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool
0: that um you got to get your dream job. Yeah. Good Thank for you. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Kaputo, offer to you. Two things you're grateful mm. for.
2: <sighs> yeah, so for me, the first one is mostly just like, and can die. I'm just grateful for like good health of myself, family, and friends because for me, I think this has been a pretty good year. I've, I I think in terms of health wise, although not the for me personally, I would have expected myself to be a bit more healthier. But <laughs> <laughs> well, i even and here, so yeah, I'm 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 grateful for that. Um, second one mostly just. I'm grateful for the multiple experiences I've had so and accomplishments so I've, I was you know I graduated uh got a job ooh, ooh. You know those 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 things like that uh I'm grateful for such experiences and I don't think you know without having to go through what I've gone through this year I'd be I'd be the person I am right now so yeah I'm grateful for that
0: Lovely. Lovely. Oh a side note um guys <clears throat> Our ambient music is brought to you by the wildlife in the outskirts of Busaka. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so so in case you hear ghosts
0: or anything like that, just know it's intentional. Mm, you know, you mm, were trying to... to go with a the theme of... You know, exactly. <laughs> the festivities of, of things. Yeah. but yeah, that's pretty cool, Kaputo. I love the fact that you brought up... Um, the thing of you graduating, some people forgot that they graduated this year. No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> yeah, they came. I don't like how
2: book. you're saying. That and looking at, me. I haven't
1: mentioned any names. I'm just saying some people. This is your fault. You made us say two things.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I also
2: said two things.
0: Hey, think outside of the box. Definitely. Oh my gosh! Think outside what of. Why are, the are box. we ganging up for me today? That's hmm huh. Okay. And for me, um, similar to the things that you guys mentioned, I think we were reading each other's notes because it seems like we have similar things. So the first thing I'm grateful for is um uh, my job, or the, the jobs that I got to, that I had the opportunity of getting this this year. So um, I started my job applications before before I completed my final year of university. And because of that, um, I got to get a job like right after completing university, and which was which was very humbling and it was a privilege because not many people get to experience that when they get cool. And you just know how difficult the job market in, in Zambia is. So I'm grateful for that and that I also got my dream job. So that's also a plus. You
2: didn't get my dream job.
0: Huh? <laughs> Don't worry. Soon. To also locate you. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yes. grateful for that as well. Got to meet different people. There's been so much growth over the months because of um, the internships as well as the job that I have now. So I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful for health insurance. Guys, health insurance is the plug. Because <laughs> <laughs> a number of times I got sick this year, I don't know, I don't know what happened in the middle of the year, but my health just deteriorated. So, hopefully, thankfully, and hopefully, thankfully, I was able to
2: shout out, se- out to Nima
0: <laughs> to seek medical <laughs> <laughs> attention. <out> <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. haven't paid for sponsorship, so will not mention it. <laughs> But yeah, thankfully I was able to get good um medical attention because of health insurance. So I'm grateful for that as well. And I'm okay now. I'm doing fine. Yeah, so a round of applause to ourselves. Yay! Ooh. At least we have some things I'm grateful for this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's important to be grateful. It reminds you of the good things that have happened in the Just in case you think, oh, everything went bad, actually things that went actually really well. On to our second question for today. What's one thing you've learned about yourself? And this question also goes to our audience. So as we read out these questions and as we reflect, this is also an opportunity to reflect on your personal lives as well. So the second question is, what's the one thing that you've learned about yourself this year? We can start with Caputo this time around, since then I want to that Amen. off. <laughs> so Caputo, what's one thing you're grateful for that you've learned about yourself this
3: year?
2: That uh, I don't have the control I thought I had when I was going into the year.
3: <laughs> what do to explain?
2: <laughs> ah, guys, my, my plans for the year—I think a lot of them have been have <laughs> not been made as much as I wanted. You know, there was this idealistic mindset I came with. But um, converting on my plans and being intentional has been really not as much as I thought I had the control over. Like, for example, this, the, towards the end of this year, I got so broke, I, I, I didn't believe that, that I could ever get this broke. And, you know, it all started with uh, me stopping to keep track of my finances and I sort of spiraled um i was out on a work trip for like almost two months Ah, uh, i i i i lost shape like i'm now fat so when we haven't seen me in a while and then i see like, I'm now, now all a chubby i can guy. say is
1: he's inflating that by like 50 percent
2: yeah 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 so you know like while i was planning for my goals for 2024 i was thinking to myself i was like what's what's one thing I've really lacked and some of the discipline aspect and, you know, the self control. So I I thought I had it. I, I thought I had discipline on lock and everything, but you know, it's not it's not it's not easy to, you know, tell yourself, okay, I'll be up at this time every day, I'll I'll do this task, I'll do this. It's one thing to plan them out, but taking action is another thing. So that's one thing I think this year has really taught me and one thing I I plan on changing into the coming year. That's very deep. Yeah. And one thing I've
0: also learned is that it's not always that we are at a hundred percent, like with the things that we set out to do. So I think sometimes we tend to be too hard on ourselves because we expect our our goals, our ambitions, our daily activities to be at a hundred. But that's but in reality, that's not usually the case because we're human. Right? And there are times when you feel low, there are times when you don't feel like doing the things that we set out to do. And it's okay. What matters at the end of the day is that you pick yourself up and you carry on with the things that you set out to do. You sound like you have something to no, say. No, no, no. <laughs> you sound like you have nothing to say. You have something to say. No, I don't. I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, that's 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 something worth reflecting on. And Tendai?
1: Just one thing. <laughs> For the sake of the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know what's what's hard about choosing one thing for me Mm -hmm. is like midway through the conversation, like after I've decided on like the one thing I think I've learned about myself, I remember something that resonated like stronger and Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, I should have talked about that instead. Okay, you go with the flow. Let's see.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: So one of the things (laughs) I have learned about myself this year is, um, I don't know what to call it, but I learned it through how I was able to set resolutions at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and achieve most of the resolutions that were on my list that I had set, which was um, not the case in years prior. So I think I learned that I am able to make a plan and stick to it. Mm -hmm. So it's really just, like the execution breakdown usually is in not detailing in the way that I create the plan itself. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that with proper like process control systems and, and proper accountability in place, I can work from a plan and like do what I said I wanted to do, like what I set out to do. Then it's just on this side mm. it's not this like 1.5 <laughs> right yeah uh-huh. <laughs> the other thing i learned about myself is that i might be an ambivert
3: mm.
1: like for the longest i have grown up believing that i'm very like introverted and whatnot you. me <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that's uh, that's a first but <clears> okay <throat> I have, I have my moments where I, I like to be, I feel, I, okay, I gravitate towards introversion, but I feel like I have, um, almost like an equal part introvert, extrovert in me. Cause like introversion and extroversion is really just about where you draw energy from. And as an introvert, your energy is drawn from like spending time alone. Like that's where you recharge So what I have learned throughout the year is I like having my alone moments quite alright, right. But I feel like past a certain point, that starts to drain me as well. So it's like I also need to be around people to recharge sometimes.
0: Speaking of introversion and extroversion, I feel like,
1: I don't know if this is a world
0: thing or just a Zambian thing, I feel like a lot of introverts are misunderstood.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I agree. I feel okay. It might just be like an African. Okay, I can't speak for other African countries, like a Zambia thing. I feel like introversion is conflated with with shyness. So people mistake, like, uh, miss, um, wrongly, um, what do you call that? Interchange, like, use the two interchangeably, yeah. which isn't true. Like shyness is 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 social awkwardness. It's it stems from from
3: fear, mm-hmm.
1: and it's like it's a coping mechanism. Whereas introversion is um a function of like personality. It's really just about where you draw energy from. So it's possible for you to be introverted and not shy. It's possible for a shy extrovert to be mistyped as an introvert, because mm-hmm. on the surface they look the same. Oh, Kaputa, you're you an introvert
0: or extrovert?
3: I'm an introvert. No.
2: Ah, the, the one in between.
3: A <laughs> <laughs>
1: little bit of both. A <laughs> little bit of both. Because <clears throat> you know, you yeah, find like growing up they don't Why do I shit? I saw. I saw a meme. <laughs> At introvert, can't <laughs> shit. People are not good people.
2: <laughs> of course not.
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: and how, <laughs> and how do you feel, Kaputo? When people point it out and say that you are oh. an introvert, for example, do you feel offended? Are you like oh yes, I'm an introvert. I, I
2: don't, I don't think they ever use the term introvert. They just say oh, this guy is kind of quiet, especially like when I'm new in the environment. Mm. But just I like to sort of like observe first. Like I can just say, oh, this is me, my personality. I feel do that i've sort of like analyze see the environment see what i can say I'm, i try to be pretty particular of what i say in yeah. front of depending on who i'm with it's, it's a social setting a corporate setting yeah so i'm not going to be the guy who's always talking but if i need to step up i i will if i have something to say i will say something but I prefer to be more you not know, the low-key guy, mysterious filia. I've been told I'm a mysterious guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we know. I always wonder, like you know how introverts are usually asked, "Why are you introverted? Or Why are you quiet?" Because that's do bad. They, do they do that? Do, does the same apply for extroverts? Like, an extrovert ever asked why they're extroverts? I feel like that's where the offense no. comes in. Like, why are you asking me why I'm quiet when I'm just quiet? <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes, it sound, like as, from like it, makes it
3: sound place. as like it makes it sound as
0: though there's something wrong with the way I am, for example. Like, yeah. if I'm introverted, like, why do people point it out when one is introverted, and it's it's never the case when someone is extroverted.
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: I, think, yeah, I think they don't really say, "Oh, why is he extroverted?" They just say, "No, really, Maui. <laughs> so like it's all over the place. <laughs> but That's, yeah, so sort of
1: I yeah. I guess I also kind of get what you're saying, Maema, mm-hmm. and also kind yeah. of get what you're saying, Kaputo. But I feel like if you are quiet, the the tone with which you're asked why you quiet is is never. It feels almost accusatory mm-hmm. as opposed like to that? like genuine curiosity. Like, because you shouldn't be like, there's something wrong
0: with you for being the way that you are. Yeah. Which is very strange.
1: Huh. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's that. Yeah, that's something. Maybe that's something you, you could think? throw, yeah, yeah, throw audience, to the audience, especially think? if you're someone who's like, Being in a position where you're the one that was asking the question. Like, what was the... What was going through your mind? What was the rationale there? Like, we'd like to know. Like, to understand. Do you take
0: offense when people point it out and say you're an introvert? Things like that.
1: Yeah. Like to hear... Or is it just Mulemo? Or is it just (laughs) me who finds
0: it very strange? Like, why are you quiet? I'm like, ah, because I want to. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you, ma'am? Oh, it's my turning. This is interjecting. (laughs) One thing I've learned about myself, and the things I've learned about myself, one thing I learned about myself this year is that I have a lot of self control.
3: Uh, mm, mm. How did you
0: learn that? (laughs) I have a lot of self control in that I don't know, like, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm not easily faced by people's personalities or reactions towards certain things like if someone is pompous and things like that like I'm not really moved by that person so sometimes like maybe if I find myself in a confrontation with someone or maybe someone has a disagreement with me and then everybody everybody else will be like hey you should do this this that I'm like "Ah, that's not necessary (laughs) that's not that's not necessary because it doesn't feel like a me problem it just sounds like the person has issues that they need to resolve or maybe there's something that they misunderstood or something i just i just view disagreements or arguments differently because i think to myself i shout at this person and then what like what will be the outcome of this particular situation but then again I i i do get the fact that sometimes it's necessary yeah, to point things out mm-hmm. in the moment, but most times I'm just like the approach that most people would take isn't the approach that I would take. Cause sometimes I feel like we want reason with each other. Like when we, when we we have that heated conversation there, and then sometimes you just need to sit back, allow the person to think things through. Did what they say or were the, were their actions making sense in the moment? Did they overreact? And things like that, so yeah, that's one thing I learned about myself to have a lot of self control. How do you deal with arguments? Do you let them slide? Do How, you... Do you who? <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with misunderstandings, disagreements, or arguments? Because before I used to think if somebody messes with me, it's over, but then I don't know. This year, I've been very sure, like, I don't easily get moved by people's weird personalities, tantrums and things like that.
3: Mm.
0: I don't know if it comes with uh, with maturity or getting older or something like that. She just called you all childish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's been 2024. I mm. don't know about you guys, about you and Caputo. Yeah, Kaputo, do you want to answer the question she, she posed?
2: Dealing with arguments. Do
0: mm. uh-huh. uh-huh. you also show them? Let me show you who you are talking to. Don't mess
2: them up. Uh, no. Because I only argue when I know I'm right. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and if
3: you're I'll, not I'll, sure?
2: I'll, 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 I'll tell them things like, yes, look, these are the facts. And the facts don't care about your feelings. Me, I've said <laughs> what, you, what I want to say. Then you know, they'll think about it. They'll think they have won, But no, I just say, hey, I know deep down they'll go home, reflect on it, and say, mm, okay. But uh, this guy knew what you are saying. So yeah, I, I don't really take arguments personal because uh as a kid that's why I never used to like get into fights and whatnot. I was very emotional, like you know, just argue and you start dropping tears. Ah, uh, just <laughs> that, <laughs> that was it's, me it's, too.
0: It's, it's, I was the opposite. <laughs> you mess with me, girl. It's over. But <laughs> then I had a crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, good
1: times, good times. But yeah, I think I was I was I was like a putter as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I think I still am I Okay, maybe a bit more controlled now. Mm -hmm. I cry easily. I'm very... I don't know if emotional is the word. I'm very in touch with my emotions. (laughs) I'm sensitive. So for me, if I feel strongly about something and I feel I'm not given the space to vocalize what I'm feeling... I feel I feel yeah. frustrated and for me how that like expresses itself or comes off is I just I Because I
3: mm-hmm.
1: it feels like I don't know, it feels like the only way I don't know how to explain it. But it's just this if I feel it depends and it like it's it's proportionate to how strongly I feel about said thing. So if I feel very strongly about something and I'm not being given the space to express how I feel about that thing or even share my perspective on how things happened or played out, I just start crying because yeah. it's like I have all these things I want to say but nowhere to say them. So it's like the only thing I can do is cry. It's better I just cry. The feelings, you know, dissipate and whatnot. But with regards to your question um about like dealing with confrontation and arguments and if someone does something shady and whatnot Mm. for me it also depends on how strongly I feel about what they did Mm. or what is being discussed or the point of um the argument in quotes because it's like if I feel the other person has committed a strong injustice whether it's against me or somebody else I am a very vocal person. I don't believe in like holding your opinions, Mm -hmm. uh, keeping your opinions to yourself, especially if what the other person is doing doesn't make sense. And Mm. I also don't believe in just like blindly arguing about stuff because that's my, yeah, right. Like you reach no, no point. So for me, it's, it's compassionate confrontation However, that, um, I'm not going to say however that looks like, but for me, what that looks like is I will try to think through <laughs> what my perspective is on, on the matter. And depending on how strongly I feel, I also try to put myself in the other person's shoes. But there's sometimes where, like, I'm not a robot, where I feel I'm right and the other person, like, there's just, like there's no way another perspective makes sense. So in those in those moments, it's very possible to like lash out and blah blah blah. But the way I like the ideal for me dealing with confrontation is I think about my perspective, why I think I'm right, and how I can explain it to the other person to see to see things the way I'm seeing them. And approach the person and tell them, or um or eh. Um. Oh, this is this is what happened, and this is how things were from my perspective, and this is how what you did made me feel, and let's talk, because I remember. Um, uh, what incident was that? I remember we were prepare. we were supposed to prepare for something. It was you, me, and another friend of ours, and these two were treated me like a mother, <laughs> in the group, <laughs> and you know we have to prepare for this thing and. It's like a you yeah, the person who's always getting people to like do things on get time, things wake up, do this, get ready. you are supposed to leave at this time. And I remember that day, like one person was asleep while I was like running around, panicking. And you know, I tried waking her up and she didn't wake up. And I tried waking her up again and she didn't wake up. Then I started, I said, wake up. <laughs> I don't remember the exact words I said, but they came off like very abrasive. And she woke up. And, like, snapped at that. And, you know, I went I went to the kitchen and I cried about it because I was feeling overwhelmed by my emotions. Mm-hmm. And after, like, a good, solid cry, I went back and said, you know what, this isn't fair, you know? It, like, why are we working like this? Because, like, I'm not the mother in the group and this is, like, we're all adults and blah, 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 blah. This is how, what, how you've acted, made me feel. And we talked about it and she realized that, okay, I realized as well that it was just a misunderstanding, that that's not how she was interpreting things from her perspective. And you see, you realize that oftentimes what you think is an argument or just someone acting funny is really either them going through something Mm -hmm. or them misunderstanding something and they're just acting out based on that misunderstanding. And if you don't address that issue when it happens, is where you have an argument about something you don't know, you're arguing about. Yeah. You just like with time, you're just like, oh, we just stopped talking. Mm-hmm. What did you stop talking about? We don't True. know. But yeah, you're right. It's also important like to take a step back and reflect. Yeah, just be you sober so. <laughs> in yeah. the confrontation. Because I I know um even in like my romantic relationship, um, there are moments where, especially if I, I, I can't speak for the other person, mm-hmm. but especially when like the ego is involved.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Especially when like the ego is involved and you both think you're right, it no longer becomes about communicating and it just becomes about showing the other person like why you're right.
3: Wow.
1: And... Like, if you go on like that, like, you don't go anywhere. Like, nothing happens. Best case scenario is one person wins, but then you both lose. Win once. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you win the argument, but lose in the long run. But, yeah. So, I, I, I believe in, like, um, compassionate... I don't know if that's even an actual phrase, but let's call it that. Compassionate confrontation, um, where you make empathy, like the focal point of your confrontation cuz you're also you're trying to communicate mm-hmm. but you also need to give the other person to communicate their perspective but yeah some people deserve I was going to say to be, deserve to be <laughs> yes put in their place cuz people are funny also mm. cuz i remember there's something
0: something a good because something someone once said to me so there a like, good <laughs> one <word. laughs> I was going to say friend colleague, but I'll just keep it as <laughs> something someone said to me. So they were like, "Like it's okay, like it's it's important to set boundaries and to tell people how you want to be treated." So if some if if someone said something that you found offensive or didn't like the tone that they used, it's okay to tell them, "Um, I appreciate your your opinion, but I don't like to be." Spoken down on, or something like that, that way they know that when they're speaking to you, there's a certain way they're supposed to speak to you,
2: or else they'll catch hands.
0: Yeah, what if that's your parents? <laughs> <laughs> okay, with parents, it's yes, grown. <laughs> especially African you just parents, just have to
2: represent. add respectfully after, after every sentence. Respectfully
0: <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful. proceeds
3: to disrespect. Because parents,
0: like, I think, okay, like I mm-hmm. think it's it's a process. Hmm. It's a process.
1: Because like this is this is one of the things I feel very strongly about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't know maybe, ah, yeah, the cultures or the traditions are not strong in me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel um, children are not are not especially in, in like the African context are not treated with. Um, I need to be careful with the way I word this. Mm, mm, mm. I'm not treated with. Should I use the word empathy? I don't like use your respect, opinions don't matter? but yeah, because it's like look at like when you're when what you're growing. What do you know, your child? Yeah, exactly. It's like we we grow up. Okay, now I'm an I'm an adult now, <laughs> so it's like we raise our children with this mentality that they don't know. They don't know what they want or what's best for them. And we talk to them and communicate with them like that. Like you never, it's very out of like the norm to see a parent or an adult sit down with a child and like really listen to what they're throwing a tantrum about. Like I, I do believe in discipline quite a right, but I also believe like children, even though they're little humans, are still human beings with emotions and feelings and thoughts, that should count for something. So it's like, um, I always give this example. My, my I have like a really little sister. When she was like, I don't know how old she was.
0: Three, four.
1: Three, four, somewhere there. She Yeah, it was after the twos, yes. Mm-hmm. She had a habit of throwing like these very intense tantrums, right? And... Quite right, she was, like, overdoing them. But there are also moments where I would hear, like, the things that she was complaining about. So it's things like, she didn't want to wear these tights because they're very itchy. And, you know, as the parent, you're like, oh, it's cold outside, so she has to wear the tights. But then there's also this thing where she's saying, like, the material is really itchy on her. And she'd rather be comfortable than be warm. Mm -hmm. But then as parents, we see that as, oh, no, she's just being naughty. Like you're going to wear the tights whether you like it or not, but as it's like parent. yes, as a parent, <laughs> as a deputy parent. But it's like, where's the compassion? Why aren't we listening to what she's saying, right? Mm-hmm. And we there's there's also another ins incident where um so I have like two other siblings, like three little siblings. Yes, so they all used to eat at like this little table, and should <laughs> should cry. And face the other direction because her sister's chewing was like really loud, or annoying to her. And she'd say, "It's <laughs> you know how kids are. Kids have no Very no future." <laughs> and you know, we'd always, oh, no would always, the norm would the adults in the house would reprimand her and say, "No, that's not polite. Why are you talking to your sisters like that?" But then no one would like validate or acknowledge what she's actually saying. Is that the sound is really annoying for her? And it's like, okay, where is the compassion there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just, <clears throat> I just feel like, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you just feel like what? I just feel like children are not respected, <laughs> are not treated with respect
3: mm-hmm.
1: in like the African context, which shouldn't be the case.
0: Like their opinions,
1: should yeah, because I, I feel, think even the tone uh-huh.
0: in which the kids express those opinions also matters. So?
1: It does, but then there's also an education like component to it. So it's like validate what they're saying, but also correct how they're saying it so that the next time they want to communicate something similar, they, they have a model for how to communicate it. But you know how we how we go about it in Africa is you won't sit the child down and teach them, okay, if you want to communicate, this is how you should do it. They're going to communica- <laughs> communicate communicate... <laughs> Communicate, yeah. yeah, they're going to communicate a certain way, and then you lash out at them, punish them without correcting the behavior that you are punishing. So it's like we we tend to conflate fear with respect. Like it's not right that your children are afraid of you. They should respect you, but they shouldn't fear you, because this is where you they grow up and. You don't have um, the kind of relationship where they come to you for things or they talk to you about you how about they things? feel exactly and ask you their your opinions on certain things. Like if you want to have like that open communication between them, I feel it's it's built early on while like they are growing and like during the formative years.
0: And also acknowledging when you're in the wrong. I feel like, African <laughs> parents. Don't know how to do that. Like, it's okay to be to apologize when you know that what you said was wrong or that you were not right. But it's like but it, some
2: of them just apologize a different way, they say, In ah, what let's go way? An
0: apology <laughs> should be direct. <laughs> the food is ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <clears> oh, <throat> yeah. That's, that was a long tangent, but yeah, had to be said.
0: Okay. What did we need?
1: But yeah, would also be I'd, I'd also be happy to like hear what everybody else thinks mm-hmm. about this, and yeah, feel free to share that if you don't agree with what I'm saying. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Say, yeah, you, <laughs> you can, can say that. Why? Yeah.
0: Why you don't agree? It'd be nice to hear from the audience as well. Uh huh. Okay, moving on after that tangent. Um, highlight of the year. What have been our highlights of twenty twenty three? You can start. What's one thing that stood out?
1: You can start.
0: <coughs> Here goes nothing. <laughs> Highlight of the year was um, at the beginning of the month, when I won an award at work. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Come on, somebody. Yes, yeah, so I won the rockstar rookie award so it was an award that celebrates like somebody who's recently joined the organization and is on their way of becoming top performing employee at work so that was like oh okay like my my nice. efforts have been acknowledged like my work is being acknowledged kind of a thing and considering the fact that i was one of the people that recently joined because there are other people that joined at the beginning of the year and things like that but i like only joined like a, like four months ago mm-hmm. and i was already winning an award that was like a validation of the work that I've that I've been doing over the couple of months. And it felt really good to be acknowledged, if I'm being honest. So, yeah. It's been nice. Highlight of the
1: year. Yeah. yeah, congratulations. That's, pre- that's pretty cool. Thank you. It's, it's inspiring. inspiring. You motivate us? <laughs> Stop it. I want to As be like robot. you when grow up. You're doing your job right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And you, Caputo, highlight of the year?
2: It's not as fancy as winning an award. But, um,
0: <laughs> you still want to hear it?
2: <laughs> I think moving out eh, and being mm-hmm. independent.
0: Big people move. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I you know. I I was what three months into being home after I was done in school. I was just like, nah. <laughs> I'm saying mm-hmm. it. Not cut out for this. No. Back in school in Windsor, you know, there's a certain level of freedom that you're used to especially if like you're running a business as well mm-hmm. but for me my, my parents live on a farm so you know they expect you to help out whatnot so i would find myself always too busy to have mountains done and it was a risk that i was willing to take and i took it and i think that's one of the best thing, decisions i've made this year and i think that's something that's that stood out for me yeah pretty young 18 years old
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe you <laughs> Wow. and on that same point quick question is it that you chose to move out of the house because you didn't want to help out with house chores was that the reason why you decided to move out I'm always no, curious why I people did. decide to leave it's, it's, on it's, their it's not
2: that I didn't want to help out it's that, I, that my, my things I had to do were not respected like that goes back to you know being a child like you no know, what can you be busy with yes you yeah uh. <laughs> you know, there's no oh i can't do this oh i need to go inside. i have i have clients i need to meet i need to go I've things it's always oh you know you're avoiding this it became problematic so i was like okay look i have a list of things i need to be doing and you guys seem like you're not going to respect my time yes i can i still go and help out with stuff i was i was home like two days ago or oh, they're home <laughs> like two days ago helping out so i don't mind helping out it's just that when my stuff is not respected and there's sort of like have more priority over my things, you know, I'm starting out my life. So that's, that's where I like, you know, I need to get the ball rolling. You know, I think most people that have been home, like after just graduating and they're not doing anything, can sort of attest to this, like, okay, yeah, this happens. You know, you don't have time to. God, new people network to this because they want you to be you know, an yeah, extra helping hand yeah when you're, when you're there. like okay, Yeah, we've educated you everything, but yeah, help us with this. I'm going to help you out. But that's another
3: way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And is there such a thing as the right time to move out of your parents' house? Because I'm pretty sure there's somebody you, out there I, asking that I
2: think question. you know when it's right.
0: <laughs> what should be the signs?
2: <laughs> it's different for everyone. For me, the sign was not getting the work that I want done uh complete. Like I had tasks, I had things to do and that stuff wasn't getting done. You know, it was getting done when I was in school and I had school. So, you know, showed me, okay, uh, here I'm not going to capitalize on the opportunities that are coming my way. So let me you know. And I got also too comfortable. You no, know, my parents are kind of a bit well to do. So like it's easy to sort of think their stuff is your stuff, you know. When I was there, I used to drive, what not. that going where I want, you know, food This is readily available. You don't think of range. You don't think of responsibilities. But I think this is something that's um, good to build up while you're young, that, that sort of teaches you like uh, a bit more respons- personal responsibility. That's why I, I think my sort of goals got derailed because, you know, those things just got slapped in my face. It's very different from when you're in Unza because uh, when we're in school, if, if things get bad you can just call your parents <laughs> that's not like how that. it is now sure it's a bit different from that you can just go home yeah so it's 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 a nice experience that i think people should sort of go through earlier in life because there's less pressure and more room to make mistakes you because know, i don't you don't want to make mistakes when you're in the later stages of life You do them earlier learn from them and some of the things I think is you need to experience them. Hearing about them is one thing. Experiencing them is another. Because everyone has different experiences. It's not the same for everyone.
0: It's very deep. Yeah. You know what are your thoughts on moving out right after university? Or oh, how you know the right thing? <laughs> or just your thoughts in general. Should people not rush? Uh-huh.
1: Should people... I think, like Capito says, it depends. Cause for me, um, not to sound like super, whatever the word is, super spiritual, whatever. But I think there's an intuition to everything. Like there's always like a gut uh, feeling to everything, and. Um the sort of like the barometer I use to gauge whether or not I should leave a place is and I'm not being dramatic. the place starts to feel like it's kicking you out mm. like all of a sudden like where where you used to feel comfortable and at home starts to feel um inconvenient, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It just starts to feel like the place itself is telling you to move.
3: Mm.
1: And that looks like different things for different people. So I want to... Like you like, like, yeah. Yeah. like you've overstayed Yeah. Like you've overstayed. Like you just, you just feel it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay,
3: it's
0: ready. I like, the I like, I like your points. I like, your points. <laughs> <laughs> I like the points you've brought out. Growth is important, so sometimes when you're too comfortable, you inhibit that growth that's required. True. Yeah. Tendai, you highlight?
1: Mm. So many to pick from, as usual. (laughs) Last one. But I'll pick on the most recent. Okay. Finding a house, people. (laughs) (laughs) Whoop whoop. And it's not just that, but... It's, I've been doing this for, i will say since 2014 mm-hmm. uh, or early 2015, I'm going to, I'm getting oh, into okay. it, <laughs> early 2015 where, um, I don't know where I learned it from, but it's called, um, a prayer of supplication. So you literally write down like a super specific pr- uh, prayer on a piece of paper and just fold it and close it and forget about it. So it's based on Philippians 4 4- verse... Uh, should be six, seven, eight somewhere there. And I says do not be anxious about anything, but in all things, uh, with thanksgiving through prayer, through prayer and uh, petitions, make a requests known to God, and the peace that surpasses our understanding shall guard your hearts and minds and something like that. And so I I've been doing like whenever I am like praying for something. I tried to be, like, super specific about the thing. So I just, like, if it's a job, I write down the type of job I want, the type of people I want to work with, things like that. So I did the same for a house. Because, like, it was on my list of resolutions. to move out of the boarding house we're living in into, like, our own place. And I wrote down exactly what I wanted. Write down the number of bedrooms, the area, the budget... Like everything, and I remember going through like the whole house hunting process. The, the pit, it was the actual pit. <sighs> exactly, and like, um, uh, the guy is part. the worst. Not for the paint of heart. Make <laughs> sure you eat, you eat, eat. you Because <laughs> I remember on this particular day we had like two two house viewings um scheduled. Yeah, with. Two different agents, right? So we we went to the first um, house uh, for the first agent and went to see the house and it wasn't it wasn't giving. It was decent, but it wasn't it wasn't like you know mm-hmm. you know when something feels right. Mm-hmm. We're not getting that feeling. And then he said he said no. Mm, there's another house just within the same area. So we went to look at that one. That house looked haunted. <laughs> No, knifeless. in fact, more than looking haunted, it felt haunted. I don't know how to <laughs> describe the feeling, but yeah. And I was so demoralized because I, I was like, ah, it's better we just go home because it felt like we're just spending money because it's like viewing fees, there's transport and whatnot. And we almost canceled on like the second house that we were, were supposed to go and see. And then... I know. I remember my insisting, "No, let's just go and see it." I you know it was getting late. We're just like, "No, I'm tired. I'm hungry." <laughs> and we got on a bus to town. Dun, dun, dun. And I remember thinking in my head, "Okay, we'll make the final decision when we get to town, because that's where we get the connecting bus. <laughs> that's where we get on the connecting bus." And I don't, I don't know what said. Just go. I don't know if it was like this whole following through thing. So we decided to go and see the house and it was so far, but after like reaching the house itself, it was love at first (laughs) sight. And uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's how we found our dream house or something close anyway. But yeah, so that's, that's, that that was the highlight of my year.
0: Love it for you. Thank you. Okay. Deep stuff mentioned my highlight right yeah okay so last question what's one thing you'd like to do better going into 2024 so caputo caputo mm, the one thing you'd like to do better, going I would into like
2: I do better yeah so judging from how my 2023 went i would like to more have more discipline going into 2024 so uh be more intentional Follow through with things. I'm trying to be like you, Mulemo. You know, (laughs) control. Yeah, Inspiration. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm trying to be like. So I want to stick to my goals more. Make them more, more defined. I think also the problem was I was not as defined. I wasn't knowing what to do, like how to structure my weeks going into, like how my week, my my weeks will fit into my goals. So right now I'm following the twelve week plan. Twelve week, yeah.
0: None? <laughs> what is
2: that <laughs> yeah yeah. so this is where you sort of like have your goals and that you usually have in a year and sort of uh, follow them through in 12 weeks so this is where like you can have your yearly goals quite right but sort of bite size them into like 12 week plans actionable plans so let's say you want to have a car at the end of the year but
3: in these first 12 weeks what can
2: you do that to feed into those so you, you set goals for those weeks so that's how i'm trying to sort of like go through uh, the coming yeah there's been a lot of planning uh execution is what's left and that's the most Very important thing. so i'm thinking i'm hoping my, my my discipline will help with execution you know i think planning is also as important because as we know what gets measured gets managed so you know if you know what to do know what you're supposed to be doing at each given time even if it's hard to do it at least it would be it would be a bit easier than not uh, than thinking again oh what am I supposed to be doing that's going to help me achieve my goal so yeah that's that's how I'm trying to get through it and I hope I'll do better this coming year all the best yeah
0: all the best Mm -hmm. That's have a plan 12 week plan (laughs) yeah I can go second. Um, One thing I'd like to do better going into 2024 is nurturing my relationships and friendships with my, oh, nurturing my relationships with my family and my friends. Like, I feel like it's one thing to make new friends, but it's another thing to nurture those friendships. And speaking on my own behalf, I don't, I'm not very intentional when it comes to nurturing friendships with people. Like I'm not the I'm not the type of person that would check up on someone often and things like that, or say, oh let's what? meet up me, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and be like, oh let's 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 meet up uh, let's catch up on with some coffee or something like that. I'm I'm not that type of a person, and I feel like it's important to also <laughs> take a pro- pro- proactive approach towards creating those meaningful relationships we'd like to create with other people. Not just the other person initiating that conversation and things like that, but I also have to, if I if it's something I really want, I also have to be on the other end and be proactive about it. So, yeah, that's something I'd like to work on in, in 2024.
3: Nice. nice,
0: yeah,
2: I endorse this,
1: I endorse this too.
2: <laughs> so, um, I'm expecting like a cup. Let's go for coffee.
1: Ah, uh, you saw my line, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ekanshima. Ekanshima. A question A places A about places. A question about places.
2: Hey, hey, hey. I don't know about that. <laughs> Guys, like a week ago I got sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm still feeling the repercussions of that.
0: But yeah, said to have a lot of friends. How do you do it? How have you managed to maintain the friendships that you that you that you had in university? I don't know if you're still in touch with people from high school, things like that. Um I don't
2: know. I, I. My friendships are not really like, oh, you know, they I don't know how we stay friends. I think it's a bit easier for guys as well because uh very very little keeps you guys like uh close. I think I, I have quite a number of close friends. Although I don't we don't we do check up on each other but not as often as we'd like. But yeah, if we see each other even after like six months it will feel as if we've been talking every day. So uh that's how it kind of is for us it's 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 a bit easier i haven't really had any problems with that maybe family maybe you know there's a certain side of the family that i will not mention <laughs> <but> that <then,
3: laughs>
2: uh, 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 i'm not as close to and yeah i think i i i i get that where you, you need to be intentional if you want to sort of grow your relationship in that regard The pro is Tendai. In Tendai, tell us how you do it.
0: is the expert. Fern, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you're the expert. You how am I the, the pro? Me, like
1: it's my two friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any intentional steps? Where the people who
2: are going to dance on a line-up?
0: <laughs> 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 Any intentional but you're such
1: a bully. intentional
0: <laughs> steps you, <bring laughs> you, you, you take for 2024? To gas to
1: friendships? Hmm... Just As a matter of fact, yes, I have a whole, a whole list, it's part of my my three year plan. Come
3: on,
2: man. I think I think Tendai, it's best you put put all your things in a blog, and you can just <laughs> put <it in> the, <laughs> in the, the show notes, the so you can just you know, read through.
1: <laughs> I think so too, but yeah, um, I think it's really just it's it's easier said than done, right. And especially if your friends are like my friends and like myself, where you you all say, oh, no, I should leave for coffee sometime. And it never the left the point. chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm friends with a lot of um, non non-initiators. So it's like we're all waiting for the other person to suggest something we can do. To like hang out or link up or whatever. And yeah, I honestly think friendships, like all relationships, are like plants. They grow where you water them. (laughs) And watering looks like different things depending on the types of friendships or relationships that you're trying to nurture. I remember reading uh, something, I don't know when that was, but um, I think it was Profound. It was the idea that different, <laughs> different friendships, different friendships hold different spaces. So there's some friendships that have the space where, like, if the friend says they're coming over, you clean the house. There are some friendships where, you literally could just roll out of bed and the friend and the, and your friend shows up. So it's like showing up and acknowledging those different spaces that those friendships hold. And and taking that space up you could decide um, but even before i go into that there's also like this whole idea that you know some friendships are seasonal mm-hmm. and are only for a time or for a reason and there are those that are like lifelong so i feel like the art is in like being able to distinguish which friendships are seasonal and which ones are lifelong, because like we usually, usually had to be like,
0: ah, we used to be friends. What happened? Yeah,
1: we usually find ourselves in a place where we're trying to carry a friendship from one season into another season, and yeah, that's 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 hard. Yeah, because there's always trying to like strike the balance between. Like, you know, the idea that a friendship should be effortless. Like, you shouldn't have to force things. But there's also the aspect of, like, being intentional about, like, building and nurturing that that relationship. So, yeah, I also don't know. <laughs> for those
0: of you who are pros at making friends, nurturing friendships, please share some nuggets with us. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear from you as well. Yeah. If you're looking for friends, you know, something like some, that. Yeah. He does true, have. true, true, true. Tendai, what's what's the new highlight, or what's one thing you'd like to do better at a going in twenty twenty four?
1: Yeah. So I usually have a word for the year, and I already have a twenty twenty four word, which is abundance. So. For me, that looks like um, being more. Like giving from a place. That that could be like giving my resources, giving of myself, giving of my time, right? From from a place of more and just being in that like in that mindset, where I'm not afraid of, like if I'm sharing food, where my next meal will come from, for example, or, um, yeah, just just not giving from lack,
3: yeah. So
1: that's that's, that's what. I would like to do more of in 2024. Like just embody that. Like abundance.
0: This has been quite an interesting um, podcast episode.
1: I feel like it's our longest yet. Yeah.
0: Quite an interest. So many nuggets have been shared today. So many highlights have been pointed out. Um, And I'm glad that we got to do this. Because I also got to reflect a lot on some things that I may have overlooked same. that happened during the course of the year so I'm grateful for, for you guys and for our audience for joining us on this um, final episode of the year so that marks the end of our discussion and at this point I'll hand over to
1: Tendai yay kaputowanchi <laughs> aren't you happy <laughs> I'm
3: happy i
1: are smiling so
2: much right now <laughs> They said harpy. Okay. <laughs> I was lost for words in sounds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, so I'll just keep this really, really brief. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes mm-hmm. later. Well no, please.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's thank you to everybody that has listened in so far. Thank you to those who have listened like from the first episode. Thank you very, very much to those who have given feedback on the podcast and also just given us, um, I guess, room to grow, like an opportunity to grow, like, like helped us um, be more consistent. Special shout out to those that have been asking about the podcast. Yeah.
0: The likes of Jessica, uh, who else can I think of?
2: Mundia.
3: Mundia. Mundia.
2: It says that the fans are, are, are raised right now that we haven't been as consistent. So.
0: <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are our are the reason why we're doing this. So thank you.
1: Yeah. And um, if you're not subscribed to whatever platform that you're streaming this from, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, If you haven't given feedback or a rating or a review, It's never too late to do so. This just helps us make... um, put out better... better content. Mm -hmm. Better quality stuff. So the feedback really... it helps us grow, but it also... like just gives you a better listening experience.
0: And also thankful for the feedback that you've gotten so
1: far. Yeah, like I said. Yeah. (laughs) Emphasis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with that said... The 2023 chapter comes to the (laughs) close,
0: and to be back bigger, better, band.
1: Yeah, yeah. And from us, it's Bye. Bye.
3: bye.